0: It's exciting to see you. I, I think I've not preached here for three weeks, eh? Wow. And you people are more excited than the people in Marysburg when I when I wow, but what a blessing it is. Can you make my sound not louder, sharper? Okay, I sound dull. I sound very dull. Okay. Um, what was I saying before? It's exciting to be together again. Wow. And to celebrate International Sunday, okay, um, because it's our first, I think it's important for me to explain to you what International Sunday is about. International because our church is an international church, we have put aside one day a year globally to celebrate our diversity and our unity. Yes. Though we are from different places. We are one body in Christ. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 15, the Bible says that there's a family in heaven and there's a family on earth. And both families are named in Christ. Amen. 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 Which means that since both families have the same name, both families must look the same. The family in heaven must look like the family on earth. And the family on earth must look like the family in heaven. Is that not so? If you are brothers, you will have some similarities. You will look alike. Amen. I, I, I have a big sister. We look alike in many ways. She's just more beautiful. Because she's a girl. And I'm more handsome. Because I'm a guy. <laughs> That's all. But we look alike, is that not so? Uh-huh. So the family on earth must look like the family in heaven. Amen. So on, on, in, around this time, we start from the first Sunday of September, depending on which country you are in and what date works for you. And we put a month aside for this celebration. So that's what we are celebrating today. For us in South Africa, we delayed because we also have Heritage Day. Yeah. When is Heritage? 24th, eh? Uh-huh. So we celebrated around the 24th day. We were going to celebrate it last week, but we had a special program, so we brought it to this Sunday. Amen. Amen. Now, what does the family in heaven look like? Let me show you Revelation chapter 5. and reading verse number 8. It says, and when they had taken the book, the four beasts and the four and twenty elders fell down before the lamb, having every one of them haps. And golden vials full of odor, meaning full of perfume, okay, which are the prayers of the saints. So when we pray as a church, it comes as a perfume to God. Ladies, I'm sure you like perfumes. What are some of the perfumes you, you know about? Gucci, Christian Dior, come again, Dolce and Gabbana. Brothers, you are not saying anything. What do you use? I'm lazy special. (laughs) Do you get it? Now, the Bible says when we pray, it comes up to God as fragrance. That's why as Christians, we must pray. As a church, we must pray all the time. Even if you are praying for your food, God smells a sweet odor around him. Hallelujah. I'm going on. It says, and they sang a new song saying... Verse 8, 9, and 10. And they sang a new song saying, Thou art worthy to take the book. They are talking about Jesus. And open the seals thereof, Joel. For thou was slain and hast redeemed us unto God by thy blood. Out of. You let us stop by that. He says, Jesus was slain and he has redeemed us. He has saved us. Everything we are doing here is about Jesus. Amen. 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 Like I said, don't lift up my volume. Just add a little spice. That's all. Add chili to it, then it's, do you get it? Don't give, then it sounds loud. Hallelujah. And it says, Jesus has redeemed us by his blood. Amen. Amen. And now look at the group of people Jesus has redeemed. It says, by thy blood, out of every kindred. Every tongue, every people, and every nation. Hallelujah. The Bible describes four categories of people who have been redeemed. Number one, every kindred, okay, which is every tribe that you can think about. Now, every tongue, which means every language, Hey, don't laugh at any language on this earth again. Because when we get to heaven, you go and find that language there. Because you are closer, you are laughing at Zulu speakers. When we get to heaven, Zulus will be there. Because you are Zulu, you are laughing at Shangans. When we get there, Shangans, people who speak Shangans will be there. Vendors will be there with their vendor language. When you enter into heaven, they will look at you and say, In the Let me fix my thing properly. I'm just coming from Dubai, so I have to let you know. No, I'm just kidding. Every time, every people, every people refers to every type of people. White, black, any color. Short, tall, rich, poor, any type. Once you can have a category for it, those people will be in heaven hallelujah i'm explaining why we are doing this celebration it's a dress rehearsal for heaven when we get to heaven, this is how it will look like i don't know where you are representing are you kosa or zulu zulu with the breed of ghana because i see you wearing kente in this this fabric is the official fabric of ghana yeah it's called the kente do you get it Uh so it's like that's how heaven will be like different people That's why there should be no group of people on this earth you don't like. I I don't, yes. Maybe one person out of that group may have done something to offend you. Are are you, which tribe are you from, sir? Tonga. Tonga, okay. Maybe one Zulu taxi driver shouted at you. It doesn't mean that all Zulus maybe taxi, but not all Zulus. I don't know if you get what i'm trying to say do you, you are a Tonga. do you see maybe one zulu person yeah you came late and then he shouted at you it doesn't you want to speak english with him after a long day and, and i hear zulus don't even marry other tribes so that they don't have to speak english they don't have to speak any language in the world am i right or i'm right it doesn't mean that all zulus are your enemies did you meet shaka zulu you didn't no. do, do you understand uh-huh so don't have it says in heaven there'll be different different nations zimbabweans will be in heaven south africans will be in heaven batuanes will be in heaven chinese will be in heaven you'll be surprised Ch- do you know any chinese yeah how high is a chinese i said how high is a chinese no that's his name how high (laughs) i'm just telling you that how high is a chinese you will find him in heaven look put your hands together for god god is amazing god is amazing and god is accommodating you see this is what reveals to me that racism um xenophobia um, tribalism um anything that separates us is from the devil anything because when god is creating his place a new place he's trying to bring everybody in then we are saying, oh no, you you can't be in. You can't be in. You go out. You you are too short. You are too tall. You are too fat. You are too quick. You are too this. You are too... Go. No, no, no. God is not like that. Amen. Even I believe that the fathers, the forefathers of this country we are in, although this country is not that old, the forefathers had this mind. That's why they, they call us the rainbow nation, which is a nation with different kinds of people within it. So any." thing that comes into us that leads for us to be different, separate. It's nice for us to be different. Being different is not a problem. Because if we're all the same, I mean, if your whole body was your eye, how would it work? Where, where is the beauty? Do you see, our differences is what brings out our beauty. Because there's something you can do that I can't do. There's something I can do that you can't do. So when we come together, then every need is supplied by what you can do and what i can do you help me where i can't help myself and then i also help you where you can't help yourself so it's that's what god is creating do you see and we must embrace it pastor we are in church why are you talking about this you'll be surprised that people are in church they are like that you'll be surprised even in church reason why is it so is because we come to church to change we come to church to get better so we are changing. We are not fully changed yet. Are, are you understanding what I'm saying? We are a work in progress. We are not fully changed yet. That's why even talking about some of these things is important to in the church so that we can realize. Because for some of us, look, I met a girl. She, maybe when I met her, she was about 22, 23. And I, said, I told her, it's not proper to have sex with somebody you are not married to the bible is against it do you know what she told me she said you are the first person to ever tell me something like this all my life i have never known you are the first person to mention don't have a look on your face i'm not talking about you. you you are not even 22 you are 18 how can i be talking about you when you are 18 years old I said the person I'm talking about, she was 22. 22 at the time. <laughs> or it's because I'm talking about S-E-X. Oh, sorry, sorry. A lot of the problems we have had is because nobody talked to us about it. Nobody told. So we go and let Google talk to us about it. And Google, Google uh, uh, or a boy. So he talks to you about it by teaching you what you shouldn't do. By doing it with you. So, you realize later on. Hallelujah. Yeah. So, this is why we have chosen this special day to celebrate this thing because God is going to gather one day with a new song, with excitement, with joy, everything, with every kindred, every tongue, every people, and every nation. Yeah. Americans will be there. Americans will be there. Wow. Even black Americans will be there. Oh, yeah. When you see them, they will be telling you now, nah, man, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> they will be there. <laughs> and American Americans will also be there. Do you get it? Every type, British people will be there. Swiss people will be there. Norwegians will be there. Yeah. This place we are is a Norwegian Place. They will be there. Nigerians will be there. Stop branding Nigerians as, as thieves. You will go and find them in heaven. Do you understand? Yeah, and by the way, just to be just 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 to be clear, I'm not from Nigeria. Never have been, never will be. Never was, never will be. Not that I've not been to Nigeria, I've been to Abuja, but I'm not from I'm from Port Elizabeth. That's where I'm from. (laughs) The city of our God. Do you get it? So, relax and accept people. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for Jesus. So, that's why we are dressed in different... Look, on next year, this is the introduction. So, next year, you choose where you are from. Do you see what I'm wearing is not even from where what well, you are also wearing is not from where you are from. Yeah. Do you get you would just choose. If you look at all my international Sunday pictures, I mean every year they are exotic. Yeah. Oh, go big or go home. Yeah. I mean this year I wasn't planning for International Sunday. I j I I don't I told Pastor, let's not have international Sunday, but pressure. So I decided okay. I decided two days ago, okay, let's do it. And we are doing it so next year you decide don't say oh because i'm a zulu i always have to wear a zulu a zulu why don't you come as somebody from china why don't you come as somebody from congo yeah congo is what a lot of colors and then you shake your waist a lot (laughs) hallelujah somebody say amen wonderful let me just share a few truths with you for maybe 20 minutes Since I haven't seen you in a while, 20 or so minutes or 30 minutes. or What do you think? Okay, now let's do it. Let me straighten my... Turn your Bibles with me to Romans chapter number um, 13, Romans 13, verse number 7. Today, I'm introducing a subject which, God willing, I'm going to be talking about through the month of um, October, which is Anna. Okay? Okay? Anna. Romans 13, we are looking at verse number 7. It says, render therefore to all their dues, which is to say, give everybody what they are due, what belongs to them. Give everybody what they are due. It's actually after this verse that it says, Oh, no man, nothing but love. So it says, give everybody what is due them. Tribute to whom tribute is due. Tribute means taxes. Pay your taxes. Give tribute to Cyril Ramaphosa. Because he's due it. Amen. And Ramaphosa is very clever. So he knows that you won't pay. So he won't even give you the money to collect the, the tribute. He takes the tribute from you before he gives you the rest of the money. Yeah, yeah he just looks at it. You earn 10000 Okay, 2200 is tribute. Then he takes it, then he gives you 7800 before you can start spending your money. So I say, some of you are saying, wow, Bishop, I've escaped. I don't pay tax. He has put tax on anything you buy. If you buy bread, part of it. So if the bread is 17, uh, 16 rands, they sell it to you for 17 rands 50. 1 rand 50 is his tax. He takes it from it. It's called indirect tax. So you are taxed indirectly. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Then the next one. Hey, stop, stop going where I've not asked you to go. Okay. Today is Sunday. Uh-huh. Behave. I have a long time to preach, so behave. Okay, good. And then it says custom. To whom custom, I'm just introducing the subject. Custom to whom custom is due. There are some people who are due custom. You had a Zulu wedding. That's custom. As a lady, a man must not take you to his house and and be with you without giving custom to whom it is due, which is what we call lobola. Without paying lobola for you, brothers, do the honorable thing, be a gentleman. Be a decent person. If you see a lady you like the lady, think up to Lobola. Yeah. Do, do you understand? Think up. That's, that's actually custom. And that's showing the lady respect. Any guy who respects you will pay Lobola for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he doesn't want to pay Lobola for you, he doesn't think you are worth that much. Yeah, I'm not saying he should collect a million. But he doesn't think you are worth paying anything for. That's why even when you bring up the subject the lobola, he thinks you are for free. And some of you ladies actually go and present yourself. Take me, lobola free. So he says, custom to whom custom is due. Amen. Say Amen. Yeah, and then he says, what's the third one? Fear to whom fear is due. Some people, you must fear them. And if there's a person you must fear, fear the person. And relate with the person accordingly. I am afraid of dogs. I mean, dogs. Dogs, no, ninja. Even the name of the animal is dangerous. Yeah, dogs, no, me and dogs, we don't mix. If you're a dog, be in your corner, I'm in my corner. Yeah. Oh, pastor, they don't bite. What do they use their teeth for? One day, a guy went to a shop and he saw a dog at the entrance. Like inside. You know when you watch these American movies, you open the door to enter the shop. Yeah, just at the entrance, that was the dog. Then he asked the owner of the shop, does your dog bite? Then the owner said, no. On his way out, he tried to pet the dog and the dog bit him. So, he came back to the owner and said, you told me that your dog doesn't bite. The owner said, that's not my dog. That particular dog is not my dog. My dog is at home. It doesn't bite. Yeah, yeah so dogs, no. So, I treat dogs with fear. When you are a dog, you are here, I'm also here. And now, coming to I say, I hear a dog. I said, okay, stay in your house. I also stay in my house. I see people have snakes as pets. Snake. Nyoga. Mm, good luck. But to where I am, it says, Anna to whom Anna is due. There are people in your life who deserve Anna. And your relationship with them must be based on that. Somebody say amen. It must be characterized with Anna nothing else somebody you are supposed to honor if you fear the person is useless somebody you are supposed to honor if you do custom to the person i mean if you bring me lobola a young man you have brought me lobola i don't have girls my sons are are boys or i have sons (laughs) by the grace of god they are boys so if you bring me lobola i mean you have wasted money because i don't have girls to give to you do you do you understand yeah, and you are not supposed to bring me your taxes. Oh. Do you see it? If the relationship requires Anna, Anna is what you must give it. So we are, talking about, we are not here to talk about taxes. I don't belong to the ANC. <laughs> Neither do I belong to the DA. Neither do I belong to uh, EFF. I don't belong to any of them. I belong to Jesus. Yeah. Do you get it? I'm not, I've told you custom, I don't have girls. So unless my children are married, I will have to go and perform the custom. Is that not so? Good. Fear. I don't think fear, but you must fear. (laughs) Anna. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, what does it mean to Anna? Because I'm talking on the subject that Anna gives life to every relationship. If you guys watch for my thing to fall down, I will blame All right. Powerful. Amen. Amen. Good. What was I saying? Honor. So what does it mean to honor somebody? I'm teaching us to become a church that honors people. Amen. Amen. And honors who we must honor. To honor someone means to esteem the person. All right? To honor somebody means to regard the person highly. To honor somebody means to respect the person. To honor somebody means to be filled with admiration for the person. And to honor somebody means to value the person greatly. Hallelujah. These are various ways of saying the same thing. So whichever works for you, just choose your poison. Do you get it? To honor somebody is to value the person greatly. To honor somebody is to respect the person. To honor somebody is to have admiration for the person. To honor somebody is to regard the person highly. Amen. Amen. To regard the person highly. If you don't regard somebody, you will treat the person with disrespect. Amen. Amen. I am your pastor. If you don't have any regard for me, when I'm talking to you, especially when I'm preaching, you'll be busy WhatsApping, even watching pornography as I'm preaching not even black pornography but indian pornography that's rude yeah amita Bajan and co that's rude yeah amen but when you have regard for the person you, you you even when you are listening to the person you listen with rapt attention but what if you don't have regard or respect or value for the person? Like, oh, just hurry up. and We want to just dance. We want to just sing. And dance and go home. You have come. You are talking now. You've driven all the way from Marisburg. You preach in You are not tired. You want to preach here too. Then you don't have any regard, any respect. And God is saying that you must have, there are people in your life who deserve Anna in your relationship with them why because anyone anyone any relationship that you input Anna the relationship comes alive to you Anna gives life to every relationship I said Anna gives life to every relationship, anybody you honor, when you re- well, if you honor the person, the relationship comes alive. What does it mean by the relationship coming out? It means that you get the relationship does what it must do in your life. You get the benefit of the relationship in your life. Hallelujah! So I've come to draw all of us, our minds, and teach us about. People that we must honor in our lives. There are seven different people that you must honor in your relationship with them. So that that relationship can come alive. Number one, let's go. Number one is God. God. Imbuzo. God deserves to be honored in your relationship with him. He deserves to be honored. 1 Samuel chapter number 2, the verse number 30. In 1 Samuel 2, there was a priest called Eli. And this Eli the priest, what had happened was that his children were were, were in the church with him. They were stealing the offerings. They were sleeping with the girls in the church. Number one, they were stealing the offerings. So when people give the offerings, instead of the sacrifice going to God, they take the sacrifice to themselves. That's number one. And number two, they were sleeping with the girls. We don't come to church to sleep with the girls. Don't you have a bed in your house to sleep by yourself? Hallelujah! But that's what they were doing in the church. So they'll be standing outside, they'll say they are airport stars. As the girls are passing they look not this one too small sit down this one yes this is a full house and then they will be that's what they were doing so god was angry with eli the priest and god came to see eli the verse 30 he came to see eli the priest and he said to eli that seeth the lord god of israel are you there 30 33 0 he said Listen, listen, brother. 30, 3-0. Where are you, Lord? Wherefore, the Lord God of Israel says, I said indeed that thy house and the house of thy father shall walk for, before me forever. So God said, I promise you, Eli, that your house will walk before me forever. But he says, now I've changed my mind. He says, but now, <laughs> but now the Lord said, Be it far from me. I have changed what my mind. I'll change my mind. Now, why did God change his mind? Look at this is the thing I don't want you to miss. It says, For for means because for therefore therefore is always there for something. Do you get it? So therefore means because of this, because of what I've said before. Them that honor me, I will honor them. Those who treat me with respect, I'll treat them with respect. If I make an agreement with them, I'll keep the agreement. But those who don't treat me with, those who despise me, I'll also despise them. God says that my relationship with you is a quid pro quo. Do you understand quid pro quo? You do and I do. You do and I do. Do you get it? If you honor, I will honor you. If you don't honor me, I'll also not honor you. It's as simple as that. Let's not even argue. If you respect me, even me as a pastor, I respect those who respect me. And those who don't respect me, I also don't respect them. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's a very, I, don't, I don't even bother to, I don't even pray about it. It's pretty straightforward. You respect me, I respect you. You don't respect me, I also don't respect God said, this is how I work. If you honor me, I will honor you. If you dishonor me, I will also dishonor you. This is the type of relationship I want to have with you. So you determine what the relationship should be. You decide what relationship you want to have. Do you want to have a relationship where I honor you, where when you call on me, I come? Then, honor me. Respect me. Place value on me. What are the other meanings of to honor? To admire me, esteem me highly. When you do that, me too, in return. I'll do the same for you. I know that God respects those who respect him. I'll do the same for you. I've promised you that you will be in my house forever. You will serve me. You will walk before me. I'll keep it. Why? Because you, you respect me. If you don't, i also... So, so God said, then those who honor me, I honor them. But those who despise me, I also this Eli was, was, had more respect for his own children than for God. As they were taking the offerings and sleeping with the girls in the church, he could not correct them and he did not correct them. Yes. God got very angry and said, Look, I've changed my mind concerning you. I've changed my mind. Look, listen, it's the parents' duty to, it's our parents, they, are, they help us by disciplining us. Yes they help us by because life even when you grow old it's a set of rules after rules what you can do and what you cannot do so when your parents discipline you when you are young you are learning how to obey rules so, so, i don't want to be under my mother anymore i want to be free i want to do what i like you are not the boss of me no problem very soon you will become the MC for 4 and then you have all the power but you have not learned how to be disciplined how to control yourself so you see national money that is for fixing of the entry and then you take it and you go and build a house and you call it in candler then because nobody can you have not learned how to follow rules from your parents then later on, you end up in jail. Most of our politicians are in jail. I don't want to even get into politics in this church, but most of them. You think, look, one of the surprises I had many years ago was when our police chiefs were being sent to jail. I don't want to even mention names, but there was a one that was called Jack or Jacqueline or something like that to jail. I mean, police chief, the one who's supposed to make sure we do the right thing, is under arrest. Almost all our politicians are in court for one corruption or another. Or another. Do you know the root cause? We did not learn to be disciplined when we are little. When we are little to obey. When your parents are disciplining you, they are helping you. They are teaching you how to obey rules. Life is full of rules. When you are driving, there are rules. There are rules. Anything you do, doctor, don't you have rules at your workplace? You have rules. Can you just take the injection and just start pres- prescribing lagato for everybody? Everybody you see at the hospital. Yeah, you, lagato, you, lagato, you, everybody. They are rogues. You cannot do that. You can't do that. You cannot do look. Recently I needed a medication and I asked my wife. My wife is a pharmacist, so I asked her, Oh, can you help me? She said, Oh, you need a prescription. I said, Oh, but you are my wife. <laughs> You are the one who gives the medicine to all the people, if not even the doctors. You are the one who receives all. Even yesterday we were were sitting and then she was called that a truck full of medication has come. She should come back to work and receive. So when she was there, I said, oh, remember my medication. She said to me, it doesn't work like that. (laughs) So she said, go and see your doctor and let your doctor prescribe it for you. Then when you bring it to me, I'll give it to you. Rules. Rules. So discipline Our parents disciplining us is to teach us to obey rules. Or else you end up in jail. Or you will be dead before your time. Because you will break a rule that you should not break. Can somebody say amen? Amen. So Eli failed to discipline his children. Because he had more reverence for them than he had for God. God said, you know something? Let's not even struggle. Once you respect your children more than you respect me, I will also not respect you. I've changed my plan. I will not use you again. I will use another family. Hallelujah. Hey, Bishop, but we we don't know. There's no way. Look, even when we give offerings, it tells us who we respect the most. Yeah, when your friend asks you for money, you don't give your friend ten rands, but you're able to give God ten rands. Hello. Hello again. Yeah, your, your brother will ask you for money you don't give your brother five runs. but when God asks you for an offering you give God five rounds it shows who you respect the most it shows who you respect even your offerings show that you Bible says uh, Proverbs 3 9 says honor the Lord show the Lord honor with your substance which is with your money with what you have honor the Lord with your substance and the first fruit of thy increase. that's it honor the Lord with thy substance and the the first fruit of your increase when your increase comes honor god with it Amen. honor god give something to it so giving giving is a way of honoring god Amen. and i'm saying that when you have to choose between giving two people you will take a girl to a mass grave more and you say we are going for lunch or you girls who take your girlfriends to Marsgrave Mall that we are going for lunch. And by the time you get away from there, you have spent 450 rands. And then you come to church on Sunday. When it's offering time, you start coming around looking for money that doesn't exist. And per adventure, you find some 10, 10, 10 cents, 20 cents money that cannot do anything in this life. Then boom. He said, God, take it. You don't. Des- you- my friend deserves more honor than you. That's why our relationship with God is dead. It has no lie. I said, Anna gives, look, anybody, look, let me tell you, anybody I meet anywhere who shows me respect, immediately I start to show the person respect. Even if I don't know the person. The fact that they are showing me respect. Look, one day I was playing golf with Pastor Lungani and then my ball went out. So when my ball went out, there were some construction workers who were working there. Then one of them took the ball and he called us and he threw the ball to us. I said, Pastor Lungani, look, people don't do that. So I asked her, Do you have any 10 runs or five runs in your wallet? Let's give it to the guy. The cost of the ball is 10 runs 5 runs 15 rounds, 20 depending on what type of ball but i said let's bless the guy with this thing not because of the money but because of the gesture because of the gesture yeah because of the gesture if you respect god god will respect you if you honor god let's become a church that honors god and respects god god will also honor us how 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 will we experience God? God honoring us. When you talk to Him, He will listen. Amen. He will listen. He will listen. You kneel down, you pray, He will listen. Sometimes you see how much Nokubonga. You see how much Nokubonga. You see how much Nokubonga. Use the CD is scratching. Anyway, you, we see how much you honor God by even how, how 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 willing and eager you are to come to church. Oh yes. Oh yes. Look, some of us don't have any real reason why we don't. It's not work, it's not you just there. Uh, you have no regard for God. God has no place in your life. It's like if I come once a month, it's fine. If I come when I want, it's fine. Just giving God two hours or three hours on a Sunday once a week. It's like God is even asking for too much. But when you see a girl that you like, come and be the girl that they like. You be on her case. You won't even allow her to sleep. Stand there. You are. Where, where are you coming from? Zulus. Uh, Zulu. Oh, okay. And that's the shield and the spear. Isn't it a shield? What is it? No, the way you. The way you are going. The way you are going is not good, oh. You want to go and sit at the back harassing this girl, chatting with her in the night. Be there, don't go anywhere. You won't let her sleep. What's up? Back and forth, throughout into the early hours of the morning. As soon as you sleep, it's time. Sometimes even you miss lectures just because of a girl you say you like. And she doesn't also like you. She's just patronizing you. Oh, Bishop, she likes me. She likes somebody more than you. She's just keeping her options open just in case option one and option two doesn't work. You are option three. But you'll be there traveling, going up and down just to come to God for two hours. Sometimes you have even come just to have a good... um Are you tired of standing here? Keep standing. You You have come on. You have brought your body here, but you have not brought your heart here every three minutes you check the time every four and it's not some proper watch also i mean just some chinese watch every three minutes you check the time every two minutes you see what's the time every one minute you check is the time going has the time come what are you sometimes even sometimes i preach i see people with very bad facial expressions You have come to the house of the Lord. When David said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. It's like being asked to come to church made me excited. I was excited when they said, let us come to the house. But you have come to the house of the Lord with a very porous, do you understand porous, porous attitude. You have come, you are sitting, no smile. Everybody is smiling. (laughs) There's a funny thing. Everybody is laughing. Of course, don't use that as a determinant because sometimes some people are also slow. You understand the joke after church. Yeah, so (laughs) lunchtime. Please take my thing. for (laughs) And people will be asking, why why are you laughing? You are now understanding the joke. After church, you are now understanding the joke. So sometimes it's also like that. One pastor told me a story. The pastor who preached here last, two weeks he told me a story about some prisoners so they have a list of jokes which they have put they've numbered so they'll be in their prison. somebody will say number three then they will all remember that joke number three then they all start to laugh (laughs) they all start to some people are like that so it takes them a long time thank you sir if you want to honor god look Give God your best attitude. Give him your time. Any any girl that you, you, you ask, oh, how do you know that this guy loves you? He makes time for me. He makes time for me. He buys things for me. If you, like, if you like, let's ask the girls. They will tell you, no, no, no. Finally, how do you know a guy loves you? Or a guy has not loved you before. <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. So let's not even go to town. Let's stay here. Give him. Would you want to give? Oh, ideas. Any... He makes time for you. You see it in his eyes. My God. My God. That that is perhaps one of the most telling signs. Anybody who loves you, their eyes light up. Their eyes light. You see it in their eyes. That's why before I started preaching, I said, you guys seem more excited than the people on that side. Because it was like load shedding. It's like he has come. And I can understand. Sometimes it's my fault because when I'm there, I'm rough. It's not good at all. I mean, it's not good at all. Sometimes ask, I ask myself, what have they done against me? <laughs> yeah, because the same message is what I preached there, but it was, I mean, the toys were flying out of there. <laughs> so when I come from there, I have to remember that, oh no, here I'm a pastor. There, there I'm the bishop. So here I'm a pastor. <laughs> So I have to just come to pastoral level quickly. Do do you remember the last time I preached, I came in for about half of the message, I was then I remember that, oh, no, 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 here I'm a pastor, I have to come down. (laughs) Hallelujah. So the eyes light up. If you have admiration for God, when you come to church, your eyes will light up, which means you'll be filled with excitement during prayer, during praise and worship, during the word of God. Your time in the presence, I was glad when they said unto me, I was excited when they said unto me, I was happy when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. When you come to church, I have a girl who comes, to anytime I see her, it's like someone who's having menstrual period as we are having the church, it's like her face is like when potatoes rot yeah like something like I mean, when you look at it you want to stop the preaching yeah you want to stop the preaching I said well, it's like it's in some very foul mood like, mm, like somebody has, and she comes with the look and she goes with the look no amount of praises will take the look away no amount of preaching will take the look away no amount of prayer will take the look away yet you say you honor God don't be surprised if God says that me, I don't honor you. What was the second sign? Another sign? He gives to you. Anybody? I mean, you all know. He gives to you. He gives. I don't want to talk about offering again. But he, that's it. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. One of the clear signs of love is the ability to give. Okay. Love is mainly three things. Giving, forgiving. And forbearing. That's it. Forbearing. Give to you. And then forgive you when you do something wrong. God demonstrated His love for us in that while we were here sinners, Christ died for us. He made the way for us to be forgiven. Wow. And then the third one is forbearance, which is making space for the person, having patience with the person. Wow. Wow. Yeah, forbearance. <laughs> forbearance. Accommodating the person. Many of you are children, you are now growing. So I'm also making space for you. Yeah. There are things that I don't, that's why my preaching is different from my preaching there. There are things I don't expect from you because you are spiritually, you are all babies. You are now growing. When you grow, then I can expect some things from you. But until then, I have to be be carrying you. You know when you have a baby, you don't say, hey, walk, hurry up. No, you carry the baby. Or even when the child starts to walk, you walk at their pace. (laughs) But not that, hey, we are in a hurry. Then you just start moving. Then the child is way over there. You leave the child and see, you will get to where you are going, and you go back and go and take the child and come back. Forbearance. One more sign, one more sign. We said what? Giving to you, his eyes, and then what? Time. How How much time do you give God? How much time do you give God? How much time do you give God? God has given you 156 hours in a week. He asks you for only three of them. You have an attitude. I don't feel like... Only three out of 156 in a week. He asks you for only three of them. Truly. Only three. Can you imagine? He's asking for only three. He said, give me only three. That one is also a problem. I'll give you 156. Use the 153 for all the things you use, some for eating, use some for gossiping, use some for lying, use some for poo-pooing, use some for sleeping, use some for anything that you like. Just give me three ayanda. Three is also a problem. Hello? How many of us will honor God from today? Romans chapter 1. I close with this one. I told you 30 minutes, so let me close. Romans chapter 1. We are looking for verse 21. Romans chapter 1. My prayer is that by the time we finish this, you will be people who honor and honor relationships because it gives life. Your relationship with God is just about to come to life. Yeah, Yeah, come to life. One of the signs uh, you know as a girl that somebody loves you is that he acknowledges you. He acknowledges you. I mean, he can't put you on his status, but he can put mosquitoes on his status. (laughs) Mosquitoes from Zimbabwe. Hey, no, Mozambique. There are some wild mosquitoes at Mozambique border. No, when you get out of South Africa, there's no no man's land. There's no mosquito in no man's land. As soon as you enter Mozambique, then the mosquitoes start giant big ones. So almost they don't have a visa to cross the border. So, they are on the other side. But he will put a mosquito. He said, they've done something about a cockroach. Or he has put a player from Manchester United. Or Ellen Holland. Put on his, or Chelsea, on his status. But he can't put you on his status. I'm not, I'm not against. I'm not against. I mean, right now, if you check my status, there are two players, David and Goliath. From, one from Manchester United, one from Manchester City, on my status. But I'm sure by tonight, you will see my wife on my status. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm, I just, I've just been driving. I've not had the time. The pictures are already on my phone. You do you understand what I'm saying? So he can't put you, he can't acknowledge you, he can't put you there for everybody to see and say, oh, eh. Even for people to ask her, who is this? So that he can say she's the one. Rather, he she has put Simpiwe Shabalala <laughs> from Kaiser Chiefs. When you ask, oh, you, do you remember the goal C.P.U.H. of Alaskan called 2010? It's the only goal. That's the only thing that made him famous. First goal of the World Cup, that's all. And Peter Drew it, turned it into a world something. So then it became popular. But it was, nothing, it was nothing to write home about. It's just a normal, everyday something. Even that goal, we lost the game. Or we drew. Oh. We drew. Yeah, we didn't lose. Or we lost. Okay, no problem. After church, we can find out. Either we lost, but I know that we didn't win. I know. I remember that game. We didn't win. Oh. Let's go on with life, okay? <laughs> yeah. So he cannot acknowledge you. The question I'm asking, can you acknowledge God? Does your roommate know that you go to church regularly? Do your friends know that you are a Christian? Do they know that you are really born again? Or is something that you are just hiding? And because of this church, because we dress casually in between. So you dress like normally you are going for lectures. So they don't know the difference. Does your friend know that you now identify as a Christian? Do your friends know? Will you openly as you are with your friends, acknowledge Jesus amongst them? But you want a guy to acknowledge you and say you are the one. To show you that he loves you. But you can't show Jesus that you love him. You can't show God that you love him. Romans chapter 1. It says, because I close with this scripture. Because when they knew God, they glorified him not as God. I read it again. Because when because that when they knew God, they did not glorify him as God. Now, if you read the scripture carefully, you realize that it's not like they didn't glorify God. They just did not glorify God as God. They glorified himself and they were glor- Oh, yeah, he's a powerful being. Oh, yeah, he said this. Oh, it's the universe. Oh, it's karma. They have all these fantastic names that they call. But to glorify him, there's a particular glory that is you glorify him as God. I'm your pastor, I'm not your big brother. I'm bigger than you, but I'm not your big brother. I'm your pastor. I say it again in Zulu. I am your pastor, not your big brother. Do you get it? There's a respect you give to your big brother. That, I'm not at that level. Yeah. I say it. I'm not at that level. I'm not your big brother. I'm somebody else's big brother. I have a little sister and a little brother. To them, I'm their big brother. But you, I'm not your big brother. You can't treat me like the way you treat your big brother. I'm trying to explain this point to you. Yeah. Do you get it? So you treat, you treat your big brother with respect. But it's not the same level of respect that you accord to your pastor. It's different. It's like your father or your mother. There's a difference in the respect you give to your big brother or big sister to what you give to your mother or to your father. That's what the Bible says. So you may give them some respect, but you must give them the respect that is due them. It's like you go to a shop. They tell you you are going to buy a shoe. They tell you this shoe, this shoe is pure eh? Okay, this shoe is 400 rands. Then you just remove 200 rands, you put it down, then you take the shoe, and you start to walk out. You did pay for the shoe, but you didn't pay the right price for the shoe. They will come after you. So God said, these people, the problem I have with them is that when, although they knew me, if they didn't know me, that's a different case, but although they knew me, they did not glorify me as God. And because of that, they started to do, and they were, not, they were not even grateful for the opportunity to know me. So they started, which means they did not honor me. Okay? They did not honor me. So it says, but, but became vain in their imagination, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Verse, next verse. Look, they start, because they didn't glorify God, they started to do Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. Next verse. And change the glory of the of the incorruptible God into an image made like a like corrupt to corruptible man and to birth and to four footed beasts and to creeping things. Then look at the verse we are coming to. God said because of that i said therefore wherefore for it all means because of that I said because they did not glorify me as god because they did not honor me as god look at what i'm also going to do wherefore god also gave them up you, do, you don't even need to bother to read all the bad things that are going to follow next he says because of that god also gave them up That, oh, is that what you want to do now? Destroy yourself. Go ahead now. You see, there are things. How many of you have made mistakes before? Not only in exams. (laughs) Not only exams. As for exams, I know you have made a lot of mistakes. I don't want to go into that. The last exam you wrote, you didn't get 100%. If you got 52%, it means in the exam, you made 48 mistakes. You didn't think about it. It means in the exam, 48% of what you were asked, you did not know. Or you gave the wrong answer. <laughs> yeah. But I'm talking about mistakes. You've made mistakes before. Give me another wave. Do you know why you have not been destroyed, although you've made? There are people who have made smaller mistakes than the mistakes. I don't want to ask what mistake you have made or what mistake you have made. There are people who have had abortions, people who have murdered people are still around they are okay somebody will make a mistake by telling a lie and he'll go to jail yeah do you know the reason why god has given up on such a one so although your mistake was wilder god says i'm still giving you a chance i want to help you because maybe you are acknowledging god yeah so as you are here this morning as you are here today God is keeping you from destroying yourself. He's keeping you. But when we don't regard him, we get, God gives us chance after chance. After a certain point, he decides, you know something, it's okay. Continue. He just looks at you and says, continue. Continue. Because of that, God also gave them up to uncleanness through the last of their hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves. So God even left them to spoil their own bodies before they were doing other things outside. God said, now let me leave you. Spoil your own self. When we don't honor God at a certain point, he decides that, okay, do what you like. Can you imagine a child who just, who is just four years, six years, their parents said, do what you like. Even at your age, if your parents were to say, do what you like. You'll be surprised how much you mess up your life. Yeah, because without restraints, we all have animals in us. Yeah, without any restraints, without anything to keep us in place, we are all animals. Yeah, with every propensity to do any type of evil. Hey, pastor, but that's for me. I'm an angel. If you look at the girl who sings, "Where are you, Lord?" You look at her small like that. How can any wicked thing? Come out of it. Look at it. Even the body has not fully loaded. How can you be surprised? God forbid, let a boy disappoint her now. You will be surprised the thoughts that will go in through her mind. That, that tells you that we all have a lot of wickedness in us. It's God who keeps us. May we become a group of people that honor God Amen. and respect God and place value on God, place value on our relationship with god that it will give life the relationship will come alive and we'll start to live stand to your feet as i bring the service to a close next week god willing we will continue we are looking at seven types of people you must honor the rest of the people it doesn't matter but seven types of people you must. the first one is god first person you must honor treat with respect value the person is god so that your relationship with him will come up lift lift your hands close your eyes and just pray for yourself for a moment and now before you close your eyes listen to what i want you to pray about first i want you to ask the holy spirit to help you to become somebody who honors god is the prayer simple enough you can even just repeat the words that I've spoken. If you don't know how to pray, just say, Lord, help me by your spirit. Or, Holy Spirit, help me to become somebody who honors God. You can just keep repeating it till we finish the prayer. Lift your voice and just pray for a moment or two. Just pray, Lord, help me to be somebody who honors you. To be somebody who honors you, Lord, in the name of I'm not saying think about it. I'm saying say it with your mouth thinking about something is meditation speaking it with your mouth is prayer is prayer so open your you can say it in zulu africans Kosa, tonga pedi anything but say these things holy spirit help me to be somebody teach me to honor god help me to be somebody who honors god who respects god who values god in the name of jesus in the name of help me help me oh god Help me O oh God, help me oh God. Help me Jesus, help me Lord. In the name of Jesus. Man to kayanda limbre ke sontari ya la help us Lord, help us Lord. Holy Spirit, I pray for everybody under the sound you, of my God. voice help us to be people who he honor you, people who respect God, who place value on our relationship with God, on our walk with he he God, he in the name he of he Jesus, he as a church, help us he as he individuals, help us as families gathered here, help us to be people who honor God who honor God, who esteem God, who esteem God in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Help us, Lord. Help us, O God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Jesus. Lift your hands wherever you are. I just want to pray for all of us, Father, be hold our lifted hands lord we pray as you have taught us about honor and honoring you having respect for you yes, having placing value on our relationship with you lord we pray by your spirit help every single one of us teach us how to honor you. even further minister to us in our sleep in our times of meditation, meditation in our quiet moments, minister even this word further into our hearts. Help us to understand what it means to you and what we need to do, Lord. And teach us to do it and help us to do it, Lord. Help us to do it. Your word declares that it is you that makes us to will and to do of your pleasure. Help us to will to do it and to do it, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Anywhere we are struggling, help us, oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus We thank you We bless you Let this word linger in our hearts In our souls In our spirits All through the week Day and night Lord Through the week Holy Spirit Speak to us Continue to speak to us oh God In the name of Jesus We thank you We bless you In Jesus mighty name And everybody said Amen Say a louder. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I want to pray just quickly before I even um, do an altar call. You are here. There's a pressing need on your heart right now. It may be academic. It may be health. It may be related with finances, family, anything. There's nothing God cannot do. I want to pray with you. Everybody close your eyes. I want to pray with you. If you are here like that, I want you to put your hand on your heart. You are believing God for it. You. Close your eyes. You don't have to look at anything. We are trying to give privacy to each other as well as you. So close your eyes so that nobody sees anybody. But you are here. There's a pressing need, pressing desire, something that you can not do by yourself, and you need God to intervene. It may be in your health. It may be in your finances. It may be at home. It may be emotional. It may be anything. Just put your hand on your heart. I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you. Father, thank you for every hand that is on the heart right now. We join our faith together and we pray. Visit us mightily, Lord. In the name of Jesus, every life represented here, Lord, visit us in a special way. Bring answers where there are no answers. Bring solutions where we cannot find them. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke the devil against everyone that is here, Lord. I cut off his hand, his grip. Let your children be free. For your word declares, if the sun sets you free, you shall be free indeed, Lord let us enjoy this liberty that comes from the son Jesus Christ I pray Lord let us see answers let us see breakthroughs I pray I speak healing into them that need healing even them that don't know that they are sick I speak healing into them right now in the name of Jesus I speak healing to chronic diseases diagnosed problems undiagnosed problems acute problems Lord I speak healings into them now in the name in the name of Jesus affect our bones affect our tissues affect our our cells affect every part of us our muscles every part of us lord in the name of Jesus let the healing balm of Gilead rub over everyone here present in the name of Jesus i pray for our families back at home reach our homes and bring breakthroughs and answers and miracles in the name of Jesus bring sanity and clarity of mind lord bring peace into homes oh god in the mighty name name of Jesus. Every struggle comes to an end today in the name of Jesus. We thank you. We bless you. Let this week be blessed. Let it be filled with favor. Let it be filled with your goodness. Let us enjoy help. Help from you help from angels, help from human beings, help from authorities, help from our friends, help from our parents, help from every side, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We pray, Lord, let us really see your mighty hand moving in our lives, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Let us have a song, and let us have a reason to bless you, and let us have a testimony to your praise that indeed the Lord met me in this week and brought an answer into my life. We give you glory. We give you, I pray for everybody here who's battling with sin sin oh god i pray give us the upper hand lord wash each and every one of us with the precious blood of jesus and let us be able to stand confidently in your presence lord without sin lord every long standing sin i declare that you lose your hold and your grip right now in the mighty name of jesus holy spirit give your people strength To overpower the evil one, strength of mind, strength in faith, strength of spirit, strength in the soul, Lord. Even strength in the body, Lord. To overcome the evil one and sin, O God, in the mighty name of Jesus. We give you glory. We give you praise. We thank you. We bless you. In the name of Jesus. Amen. This is your week of breakthrough. This is your week of victory. This is your week of advancement. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Finally, you are here. You want to ask Jesus to come into your heart to be your Lord and Savior. I just want to pray with you quickly. You want to ask Jesus to come into your heart to be your Lord and your Savior. Every eye closed, every head bowed. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I've never invited Jesus into my heart to be my Savior, to be my Lord and Savior. If you are here like that, with every head bowed and every eye closed, please. Every eye closed, please pastor please close your eyes lift up your right hand quietly with every eye closed just don't look around just lift up is that's why i let everybody close their eyes lift up your hand i want to pray with you pastor please pray with me lift up if you are lifting your hand lift it high above your head so i can pray with you 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 well, you lifted up your hand. I want to help you to pray. I want you to take a bold step. I want you to come to me. I'll pray with you. Lift lifted up your hand. Just come to me. Just come to me. Take a bold step. Come to me. Come. Don't be afraid. Come to me. You lifted up your hand. Come to me. Don't be afraid. Come to me. Take a bold step and come. 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 You lifted up your hand. Come to me. Come to me. Come to me. I'll pray with you. I'll pray with you. Just quickly. You know, one of the deceptions of the church is that when you come for the first time, you think that the rest of the people are angels and you are the bad guy. But we are all the same. We are all just sinners washed by the blood of Jesus. And your neighbor who's standing next to you did what you are doing right now, just last week. Just last week. Do you see? So when you let your neighbor prevent you from making this decision. You've just let your neighbor guide you to stay on the path to hell. Meanwhile, God is trying to take you off that path and put you on the path to heaven. Hallelujah. So don't be shy. You want to you wanna join them and say, look, pastor, I'm not sure. Maybe even you've taken this decision before, but you know that you never followed through with it. You never follow through. That. I want to pray with you also. So you are here like that. You say, Pastor, I've made this decision before, but I never followed through with it. I want to pray with you. If you are here like that, just come and join them. Come and join them. I'll pray with you. I'm giving you a second chance. It's the final opportunity I'm giving. Come and join them. I'll pray with you. Quickly we pray and then we all take our seat. Do you have drinks for us after church? Today, you have drinks for us? Yeah. Come, let me pray with you quickly so we can go and have our drinks. Alright, if you are in front, pray this prayer with me. Ladies, today God is, Jesus is saving ladies. Wow, what a beautiful thing. Pray this prayer with me. Say, dear Lord Jesus, I come to you just as I am. Forgive me of my sins and wash me with your blood. I believe that you died for me and you rose again i confess say it boldly i confess that from today jesus is the lord of my life thank you jesus for dying for me to save me amen Father, thank you for these wonderful ladies that you are saving today. Adding them to the family in heaven and the family on earth. I pray, fill them with your spirit. Be with them, help them, guide them in everything they do. Lead them. Cause them to even come to know you deeper and deeper. Let their relationship with you be sweeter and sweeter and sweeter by the help of the Holy Spirit. We thank you. Let today be, a, be the beginning of a journey with you as you use them for your will. We thank you and we bless you in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Wow. Clap for them for me, please. <laughs> What's your name? <laughs> Ntombi. Wow, you look like an Intombi, I know. And you? Aye, <laughs> too. Ketiwe. Wow, beautiful. Ntombi, Eyetu and Ketiwe. What do they do? After church, um, please come. Uh, this is the former Nigerian president, Ibrahim Babangida. After church, he will have a quick chat with you. Alright? Can you do that? Just 5-10 minutes and then you go. God bless you. Clap your hands for them. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Marisburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.